0: the gamers lounge with amon green is on the air you need a sledgehammer that's batman the gamers lounge tony stark will blow up the building and then as it's blowing up he'll rebuild it it's time to press play <laughs> ah I can't that never gets old man right there that intro good job there guys uh this is amon green's gamers lounge is still weird saying my name like that almost like in third person <laughs> I thought I'd never have to talk that way, but it, it is for me being the introvert, humble man that I am. It's just still, still eerie, you know, to say that. But we talk video games here. We have a good time, and uh, we always check in with one another, and then our then bring in our guest hosts as well. So for myself, since last week's show, I say it was qu- other than you know coaching at my university, that I coach at Lakeland. Uh, busy, busy week there. I say between that time to now, I probably signed another 10 student athletes to my roster. So I have two full Fortnite teams to run trios and then sprinkle in a Madden player and Overwatch players to create a full now roster for Overwatch game. And so I am right now the, the jack of all trades there. And for the little time I've had to spend on my own, I got into some Marvels. Avengers game which is you know fun RPG simple Uh, I say it takes away the the stress I want to say stress of the week but the work of the week so then I could sit back and just kind of just not think a whole lot (laughs) in gaming just hit a couple buttons and and let the story tell itself because it's uh it's not telling the ideal story of what was in the theaters of Infinity War and endgame but it is something similar because a lot of trademark infringement licensing so characters Look similar, but not exactly like Thor or Captain America or Tony Stark. Thanos, Tony Stark, things of that nature. But they look similar, and the storyline is similar to Infinity War, like I mentioned, but not just kind of changed one little detail to here. But did that, and uh, just kind of, I say, vexed out for the weekend. Ben, John, how about yourself?
1: Oh, I had a good long weekend. Obviously, the holiday we had going on here, uh, Labor Day. But, yeah, I uh, had my fantasy football
2: draft.
0: I think it was a lot of those going on. Yeah. I, I was in like two or three. Really? Yeah. <laughs> As well. was I was going to
2: ask you if Amon Green plays fantasy football. Oh, but I do. There's,
0: there's the answer right yes, there. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I love it because every year what, what we have 12 or 13 of our uh, high school buddies that still get together and we do this fantasy football league. This year was a little different with COVID. There's a few in person, but a lot more virtual. So that was good. And now I'm just um sort of uh gearing up to learn a new game. Mm-mm. The girlfriend just bought Fire Emblem Three Houses. Ooh, that's, that's, Switch. That,
0: that is that's an in-depth game.
2: How am I going to do it? Are we going to lose Ben for the next couple of weeks? It well, is
0: every, As we say in the gaming world, it's epic because it's just so many little... Defi- it's yeah. like Final Fantasy. Okay. It's not just one little storyline. It's a huge storyline. Right. I've heard about that. Haven't played it yet. Sure. But you're about to get immersed. I'm ready. It's a, coming today. a whole today. new universe there, Ben. It's
1: coming today. I'm getting ready for it. Yeah, how about yourself, John?
2: Um, well, first of all, let me... There we go. And let me just fuel up with this, uh, you know, fuel my game up with this yep. um, special drink we have in studio. That, that's all we're going to say. Right? I haven't we quite like
1: it. Uh, figured yeah. out how these cans work either yet. It's the top. Uh,
0: you got to pull it. There you go. There we go. Open. Fuel up my game. So we're getting, and then and we're, it slides. I'm going to get amped up. Oh, amped there we go. I got it. It's fueling us for the show today. Yeah. I
2: like it. I got the orange version. Well, I it's got probably the, got a better name than that. I'm just going to go with orange because that's the color. It's called the, Charged Orange Storm. I got Berry.
0: I'm got the berry blueberry be blast there, over here.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, for me, virtual school is here for my daughter. That's taking up a ton of my time right now. That's always interesting to see how that goes. And guys, you're gonna be happy with me. These are not the glasses. These are my temporary blue light blocking glasses. Mm. But I made the move with our friend Brian Reedy of Gamer Advantage, and I bought a pair of glasses.
0: I'm on the way too.
2: Hold on
1: though. Oh, I was with you yet or last week when you made that purchase? Yeah. And you
2: didn't tell the wife before you made the purchase, yeah. so was Uh-oh. there any repercussions at home? Uh, I kind of said, hey, I bought some glasses. How much were they? Uh, first question, not like what kind are they, right. what style are they, what are they going to accomplish?
0: What they cost.
2: But there was a Labor Day sale actually going on, and
0: I saved <laughs> I saved a lot of money. I wish I would have known that. It's, it's still going on, on. on. It's okay. actually still going All on. All right, I'm going to jump in there because i, I got to get some oh, for yeah. another pair for myself, and then if you... Of my uh, student athletes, yeah, for the esports right now, team here. The, the sales so,
2: going on now,
0: right? So, with that said, we bring in our guest host, a good, I say, friend of mine. We've been knowing each other for a little bit over a year now. Uh, by the guy by the name of Danny Martin, Martin, um, out of Desoto, Texas. He runs a uh, a great facility down in Texas called. And now it was Geek Leaks, and now it's Exposure. East so, Danny, pleasure. how you doing? And uh, to introduce yourself to the listeners.
3: Yeah, uh, we're learning every day. We're constantly pursuing the opportunity for students to get involved in esports in every capacity. Um, to kind of a little bit about myself, um, I'm 31 years old. I've been in esports um, as a person seeking value for um, over 11 years now. I started out of uh, my dorm room in college by fixing consoles, and I recognized easily that that data helped um, individuals understand the. Um, the uh, viability of tournament organizing and i will host tournaments i would market out tournaments i would help people on campus make a little, a little capital not nice. a lot but you know 100 200 500 goes a long way oh yeah um <laughs> yes it, it, it easily recognized that there is an opportunity um for more individuals to engage in this industry so i just want to go uh full-fledged into it um you know it didn't immediately happen to where you know there was a you didn't see the real true value just yet. You had to put in a lot of work. Um, you know, the cool thing about this industry now is in the 11 years I've been in it, the last three years have been some of the most uh, rewarding uh, simply due to the fact that people want to hear about eSports now. Yes. <laughs> and uh, back then you kind of had to throw it down their throat. And um, <laughs> and I think that's one of the coolest things is because now when you have uh, parents and administrators and um you know public leaders and politicians and stuff yeah they're engaged now so um the the students now can get impacted they can really show that there's something that they're interested in and they can get full support so uh for me it's just really being how do i take the skills that i've learned from corporate america from startups in san francisco to that of um, technology building all of those Um, And then just building out facilities. And there's a lot of things in this aspect and this aspect. And I just want to be able to provide that to as many students as possible and individuals who are interested in tapping into this industry, even outside of students. But people who are looking to say, hey, I want to diversify my portfolio. So that's something that we really are focusing on um, by giving experiential learning.
0: Yeah, very nice. So, yeah, me and Danny, we met guys back in January this year. Um, actually, we that was face-to-face, actually. But we worked in a project starting last summer with my the group I work with, with ESTV. Sure. And we start planning out the event that happened at Super Bowl that I told you both about. And we finally met, say, face-to-face in Miami. And, and we did um, a production of Madden, Fortnite, and a few other games, but setting up a gaming area. We had brought in Air Origin PC, helped out a little bit. And then Danny, and with his knowledge, as he just explained and a few other uh, companies and groups. And I say uh, production teams flew into Miami and for, I say for getting what we needed and getting what I say we had to get done from our end, we did it. But from our some, we have partners in the, in the setup down there that wasn't quite doing their job. Danny mm-hmm. could, can also uh, give you feedback on that it was like, Oh man, it was, it could have been way worse. But since, you know, myself, Danny, um, a couple other, uh, I say, directors of production that were there had experienced running big events before. If it's tournaments, if it's production to broadcast stuff on Twitch, with all the minds knowing what we had to work with, we made it happen. You know, and it was able to produce a pretty good product. The circumstances weren't the best, but we all learned from it. And I say that's where we got to really know each other because we saw everybody. You know, myself, Danny, um, the couple uh, Murphy. It was a guy named we call Murph. He was there we find out real quick how do we work under pressure (laughs) and we learned that real back real quick from one another so it was it was a a, i say a testing environment but a fun environment because at the end of the day we all we knew what we had related into each other it was we we have the passion of gaming and we make this event you know be that event and everything else going on behind around us like so what we're gonna get make sure people can come in here have a good time and play video games pretty much so so uh danny with that being said before college or might have been, you know, right in college, when did you your interest in gaming start basically?
3: Well, I'm a I'm I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I mean, just from growing up in the southern sector of Dallas, which is that's around like Oak Cliff and Lancaster. Uh typically individuals look at this as uh, the non affluent area. Um, that was just me being around my family and working, cutting yards, selling barbecue outside of Whatever we could do, mm-hmm. that's where I, my mind was at. Was to you know, make capital for just the minimal stuff that I needed. You know, like so yeah. for me, it's, uh, I learned that gaming was something that my friends done, and so if I wanted to be, if I wanted to be accepted in school, uh, that's what I did um, because I was always out away from people in school. As soon as school's over, um, I'm cutting yards or working with my family. Um, in school, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much tired because I'm having to work in the morning or whatever it may be doing. The
0: grind. Uh, had, yeah. The grind had begun grind. for you. Yep.
3: And <laughs> no, no, summation, the grind. Yep. Um, I will play games just to have something to talk about with my friends, you know? Um, and that's similar to this, you know, this podcast as well, you know, this is a, a relief because we get to talk about, um, something that is a passion for it, uh, us all. On you know, here, that's how, this is what we share it. So for me it was just to fit in to basically information. summation. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a cool person. So so it was just like really like, all right, I like games, you like games, let's talk about it. Right. Um and you know, taking that same passion into college where I was a student athlete, um, we just play games when it was still hectic, when we gotta go to class, we gotta go to study hall, we got practice at seven o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning, practice after actual classes, and then you get like three hours before you gotta get back up in the morning to Play games with your your um your teammates, and so that was just a time that we just you know just just have fun and relax uh, from that long day. And at that point, you know that's when I just knew like gaming is something that I want to provide to many individuals. So from an entrepreneurship perspective, right. How do you create a company? How do you provide value to the space and how you help the grow? Because you know that there's a millions of other individuals out there that have the same type of feeling. Um, as I had, so I just wanted to share that feeling. So, pretty much a servant for esports. That's that's my interest in the gaming,
2: in the gaming. All right, Danny. What I think is really interesting. We had a story on this podcast a few weeks ago. It was uh, dealing with comments Joe Rogan had about video games. I don't know if you saw that, but he he kind of said video games are a waste of your time, and, and we all said, well, he's. I think he's missing the greater right. point, and I think Esposure, your company kind of illustrates that right that that there are so many different avenues in the world of gaming in the world of esports that individuals can pursue this is this is this is big time
3: yeah it is i think um, out of just sheer grind as a says, said mm-hmm. um, you know you can't go to you know you didn't, you, you weren't able in five six seven years ago as i was doing this uh company and you know granted the name has changed and it's for a reason and i'll explain it a little bit later but this, the premise is still the same. The connectivity is still the same. The culture is still the same, you know, uh, but you weren't able to go to Monster or even at this point hit marker and identify someone who has four to five years of experience in esports. You really have to develop that talent. So if I want to be a CEO of a company or a founder, and I want to find executives around me to help me build this company, I have to find someone that has some type of knowledge or some type of engagement in esports and, that's hard to find. Right. Mm-hmm. So in this yep. instance, if you find that executive team and then have to find individuals that's going to support that executive team, that's even harder to find. So when it comes down to it, every day is just grooming individuals. Hey, you may not have that much experience. Hey, let me show you. Hey, follow me. Engage with what I'm doing. Learn from this capacity. Hey, you want to do graphic designer. You want to do shoutcast. You want to do videography. You want to gain competitively? It's so many other elements, and to where if I wanted to support the gamers and showcase gamers going pro, that was one of the biggest benefits that we had uh, in our pipeline. But ultimately, you got to support those gamers, and the support comes from just like in schools and traditional sports. The supports come from the coaches, the recruiters. The support comes from the videographers. The coach, the coach come from the support comes from the health uh, physician. Everybody that can make sure that that competitive gamer has all the tools that they need to be great. That is one of the biggest things that I've seen. And ultimately, after doing that so much, I started to easily recognize like, man, we're we're a developmental company and we got seven gamers that have turned pro exactly. and they're making thousands and thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then we also have so many individuals who have gone and created a portfolio to represent some of the largest esports organizations and gaming enterprises out there. Well, you know, I think we just found what we are, what we can provide to this industry. We're a developmental platform. And that's something that is you don't you really don't see, but it's so needed because if you want to get in this space, where do you go? You know, and how do you build up your portfolio to showcase your skills? Um, and esports is really just getting in there and building it and saying, hey, this is what I've done now. What's the next step? Yeah.
1: I love this quote, too, that you gave uh, to a magazine, I believe this is, um, who was doing an article about your company. You said, if I'm being frank, I don't look like a gamer. I don't look like someone who knows technology, so I want people to see that they can be whatever they want, and hopefully they have fun, too. I think that is so important, and that's a message that we really try and get out with this podcast, too. There's no – I mean, you can be the hardcore gamer. You can be the casual gamer. You could be male. You can be female. You could be whatever. There's no stereotype for gamers. You know, I think that's such a really important message. You're getting out with your company, too.
3: It's like one of those things where you think about we have, um, you know, growing up in the area that I've grown up, uh, we have connectivity amongst our peers because of the struggle. So when I go see someone, I'm more connected to them because I'm like, I know you feel how I feel. I know, you know, we make jokes and we're like, hey, you remember those serve sandwiches? You remember those those (laughs) bite?
0: yeah peanut you know, butter sandwich know, uh, butter sandwiches right there
3: sandwich. <laughs> you know, like we make these type of jokes because it's our way of saying man i feel you i understand you i respect you i know that you've experienced this. And in the gaming industry, it's the same way. It's like, hey, do you remember that game that came out that was horrible? Or do you remember San Andreas when it came out where we stayed up all night in high school and the lights came on and the it was light outside and we had to go to school the next day. You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: I've had those days. yes
3: those those stories are what keeps the community connected and as this industry grows so fast it's critical to ensure that that community is at core because that's where it started that's where it ultimately will end when a pandemic hit happens Mm -hmm. it goes back to the true community of esports and that's one of the biggest things that you know is a it's beautiful about this space because yeah. of the community
0: that's there yeah so uh, you touched on it earlier and I'm uh, get on to it now you said with your company it was Leaks. now you got into exposure so ex- tell everyone about that company and what are you doing you kind of hit a little bit touched on it on um, what when I uh, asked you the first question so elaborate yeah. a little bit more about that company and what it can bring what it brings to people when they walk through the doors
3: for sure so you know, with Geek Leaks, when it was first started, I remember like in college building out, using SketchUp and building out what it looks like for a model of a facility. That's 11 years ago. So mm-hmm. this is not, I, I knew that this moment was come to have a facility. Like right now, you know, I own a 15,300 square foot eSports arena and that's so awesome. Texas. It's really that I that's to music to, to my
0: ears right there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, man. It's a, it, it definitely, you know, and. I wanted to be different than all the other arenas that are out there. And so I actually identified a school, an old abandoned school. A lot of you may know about the ITT Technical Institutes and that a lot of them shut down, or pretty much all of them shut down. Well, they, were, they had abandoned buildings all around the nation. And so I found an abandoned building that was here for like four years without nobody utilizing it. And I just came in and reconstructed it and ultimately knew that eSports is going to need instructors, they're gonna need educators. And ultimately I wanted to make sure that this was something I really focused in on. So when we started, it was Geek League, which is Geeking Athlete, Correct. which I yep. really I really was like, man, gamers need to make capital. That's the biggest thing for you know I me. Mean? How do you how does a gamer who really loves this and has passion and is spending all their time doing this? Let's help them figure out a way to market themselves, which equates a sponsorship with the okay to getting scholarship. Would equate to being ha, having a salary, and so once we started to identify that with the NBA 2K community and seeing Day Fry, seeing Reezy, seeing um, um, uh, uh, Trap Far 214, seeing over seven individuals start to get salaries and winning prize purses of 1.4 million plus, we were just like, okay, that's good. We got that. That's our that's our stops. That's what lets us know like we're we have a proven model now that we're giving. Uh, individuals in our communities to know that you could be a professional gamer and here's the model to do it. Once we identified that, we knew that it's much more broader than that as well. Here's now we have to shine light on the other career opportunities that esports provides as well. So when we made that transition, it was just like, okay, well, how do we in a pandemic at this point, how do we ensure that an institution or a college that wants to engage with education curriculum or esports in education. How do they feel comfortable with knowing that we are focused in on esports education? So that was one of the purposes of the rebrand, and we knew that esports and um, exposure was a term that's being used a lot right now in the industry. And when you say exposed, it kind of gives a, a negative connotation in the gaming world. Like, hey, man, we just showed that you ain't as good as you are. Right. right. So. Breaking down your
0: game, basically.
3: Yeah. You know, (laughs) so so in this instance, I really just wanted to make sure that we can bridge that gap by saying esports and exposure. Exposure was something that can carry along. So anytime that I think about a company and I say geek leads, it was everybody who come through our platform, I want to call them a geek lead, right? Anybody who comes through our platform, I want to say you've had sufficient exposure. So therefore now you can create a portfolio and go to a larger place. So everything is about Providing exposure to as many individuals as we possibly can. And essentially when COVID happened, we were focusing on doing live events and also educational events where we can actually allow the students to come in and build their own tournaments and build their own production. And when COVID hit, it stopped it. So ultimately, with me having a background in tech and development, mm-hmm. I immediately went to my team and said, Hey, well, we gotta build us a, a esports-centric learning management system so let's go ahead and study what's out there already like canvas and other platforms that are out there how can we build our own and make it centric to esports and then start to create content that's geared towards teaching everybody management in esports technology in esports competition in esports production in esports and marketing esports and create many many different assignments and put those onto a platform to where it's easily digestible for that of a student and said that of K through 12 or it or college and really create that as our tech hub. And from a business perspective, now in two months, I can showcase to any prospective investors, VCs, partners and say, look at our traction within two months. Mm -hmm. And I can create a valuation for our company to ensure that I can impact even more students globally now. So that's one of the biggest dynamics on why we really want to create this rebrand. It's really strategic, but we really know that it's going to provide a lot of impact for both interested investors, plus that of interested institutions and also communities alike so that was one of the biggest reasons why we wanted to change it we knew we were gonna to have to do it at one point right but i was kind of like we might as well just do it now um, during while everybody is having to pivot in some type of yep. sense
0: because of covid are- all the stuff going on in the world yep yes all right so yeah what being that business minded mindset that you're talking about what is uh i say the next steps the future for exposure in yourself
3: yeah, um, it's literally utilizing our platform to start to engage. Like right now, I'm doing a lot of content. I'm looking to bring in subject matter experts um, like yourself to be able to talk about coaching in yep. eSports. And one is AR and VR technology, being able yeah. to build out technical components to where now we can have different languages in which we can engage with. Like I was on the phone today uh, with Quasi out of Ghana. So basically, how do we build out Uh, technical components to adhere to the students in Ghana and then also you know from an element from an avatar perspective how can we you know be how can we teach students uh, by utilizing their favorite gaming character and their favorite game to make it more engaging for a younger audience so looking at the technical capabilities uh, that's something that we're really really trying to identify so therefore we can make teaching and instructing in esports more fun and engaging.
0: Right, and that's that inclusion that esports brings in, and then like you said, growing your brand uh glo- globally, where everybody uh it gets uh you know has the uh, opportunity to engage with what you're showing, and then you also engaging with them where they're living. You home all over in Africa and Ghana. That is spectacular. That's awesome. You know, yeah. so that's something where that I'm very happy to hear. And from day one, when we're in conversation planning out the event that we did in Miami. Um, for Super Bowl week that time, that you know, last year, I knew right away like that. I'm like, Danny knows his stuff. <laughs> it's was like, the way he was, you know, how you hear him now, I was like, yes, yes. I was like, I can't wait to meet this gentleman and see, you know, see him work and see him in action. And it, it was just that it was impressive and very happy, you know, to have him, you know, on that team down there in Miami, along with the other guys, uh, Murph and a few other uh, awesome. Briggs, uh, just to name a few people down there. So, you That's
3: know, my first time see you. Like sweat, not because of the intensity, but just right. putting in work. I felt like I was on a football field. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Danny, all right, you know, you know, he's gonna work, you know, he's gonna put it in. Yeah, there, so you make you in there too. I mean, literally, we was there in the morning, yep. night, S- super
0: right. early. It was <laughs> we had we had pitched the tent, one of them convention <laughs> tents, guys, and we then we had a thunderstorm.
1: Jeez,
0: and we <laughs> we we got li- electronic equipment with a with a convention tent, and we're like oh, my God, are we going to lose everything because of the water? Because <laughs> we know uh, technology oh, and water does not mix. Not at all. No, <laughs> uh, bad. That was, that
3: was definitely uh, one of the most inspiring moments because I was just like, man, you know, I got I got I did. I, you inspire me so much to put in um, extra work just to make sure that, you know, we come out of this like, all right, well, we we did whatever we could. To ensure, no matter all the different elements, but we did our best. And it was cool to see. I learned a lot from the production team as well. You
0: yeah, know, it was a good team.
3: Put together, seeing how they, you know, had a lot of good quality equipment. And just to see, like, the students. Uh, when I, I, I keep saying so many students because I'm in that element. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the participants, the kids that came inside of the facility uh, and were just enamored by the capabilities of presentation and and gaming and being able to compete on a stage. You know, a lot of people does not know what it feels like to compete on a stage. Oh,
0: it's a completely different feeling.
3: Completely different element. And that is one of the number one benefits on why a lot of people ask like, how were you guys able to get seven people in the NBA 2K league at this point? And it's not really uh, it's not at this point, it's not like a rocket science. It's really just providing opportunity, a space to come together and congregate and then being able to when you congregate, you're competing together amongst teams. And that energy alone preps you to be a part of any type of larger organization when there's thousands of people, hundreds of people watching you. And if you want to find a competitive advantage over your competitor, you know how to get under that person's skin. You know how to, like, engage. You know how to professionally talk. Yep. All Everything that you're learning on the stage preps you to be that next professional gamer. So that in itself is something that every aspiring professional gamer needs to experience because that was one of the biggest elements that catapulted a lot of the pro athletes because they had that in their repertoire more than anybody else. Perhaps a lot of people just are streaming at home, but they don't know what it's like. You know, just think about going to a large esports organization, right. uh, uh school. Th- th- a lot of them are not gonna know what it's gonna be like to play in front of people. Ten thousand,
0: right? five thousand people. They're gonna be like, What?
3: <laughs> <gonna> be like, <laughs> We're doing what, where,
0: when, and how many people are watching?
3: <laughs> so, so just having that is uh, a plus right now in this in this space so there's there's a lot of things that can be beneficial to this space and it's on us as instructors and educators and uh, supporters and evangelists to be able to say here's these opportunities for you and if you do it if you take this information you can find yourself in a better position tomorrow and next year and the years after that
1: seeing pictures danny of this arena that you and your team have built in texas it looks incredible tell us and tell our listeners um, especially if they want to get more involved in the gaming world and they want to, you know, sort of be educated by you and your team. How do they go about doing something like that?
3: Well, it's a it's a grassroots approach and I'm, I'm going to always continue with that it's come in research words at, like identify address. <laughs> figure out where it's at, come here, look around, see how all the moving parts is. The cool thing about our space, we're doing virtual production, we're doing physical production, but a lot of people do not know how much effort I put in going to our local high schools and provided internships for the students to come in and help with these events. So all pretty much 80, about 85% of our staff our high school, college, and post-college grads—that's huge right there. Yeah. That's about a year, a year or two out of college, from SMU to high school. And so, our executive staff is here every day. Te- we spend more time teaching and going through the the um, the uh, elements of saying, "All right, you messed up on this event. Here's what you can do." All right, from a graphic perspective, think about this element. We're doing that all day, every day. But it's cool to see the portfolios in which these students are building. And now they're able to say, oh, I just did an event for EQ. Oh, I just did an event for Sony Columbia. Oh, I just did an event for Gamers. It, it, it's so many different elements that these students are now able to say, all right, I just did a big, massive production and I am just in high school. So, no, if I want to go to college for this, I can say, hey, look what I've already done. And this is where my value now has increased. That is that's that's revolutionary for students. And that's something that we're happy as we're provided and working with entities um, all around the world to be able to make sure that that's that's sustainable and is continuously growing every single day. So the main thing is just being able to come into a space and engage and say, hey, how can I help? Yeah. That's 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 music to my ears. When someone comes in and says, how can I help? I'm easily able to say, "Okay, well, we got this, We got this. Choose which one you want to do. And that's, uh, that's number one aspect.
1: What's your website, Danny? So people can get more information.
3: It's exposure.gg. E S P O S U R E.gg.
0: All right, man.
3: Follow us on a lot of uh, social medias like LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn, um, Twitter, our core community. So if you're more in the gaming element, go to our Twitter, um that's something that we're building on if you want to kind of see past things easily go to geek Leads on twitter or any other social media uh but definitely we're carrying a lot of things over to the exposure so you may see a little bit of things on exposure but definitely you want to kind of follow our story and our journey to see how we have progressed over these years definitely go to geekly.gg but don't forget to carry a lot of that over and follow our exposure account as we build.
0: okay sounds good i got one last question because i know you got to run You got a hard stop coming up soon, but something we've been asking our guests that are on the show, if you're able to do it, if you have the time in your day, because we know and we've heard how busy you are running a great business down there. But what is your favorite game that you're playing right now?
3: I think right now, uh, and and you're totally right. I'm not getting too much time. I mean, I'm here, I'm here in the studio. From, yeah, you're
0: doing your work. Uh, <laughs> that's your that's your I, game. I know,
3: right? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally in the studio from like I get here like six o'clock in the morning, I don't leave here till like two in the morning. Right. So I am asleep. Like I'm literally trying to make sure I get some sleep. But in the times when I am, I have like a little downtime. I'm 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 more watching our staff. They're playing Valorant, uh, Fall Guys, nice. Call of Duty. Uh, for me, I get on 2K because I just I like basketball, so 2K oh, okay. is that game. Oh, okay. There I it is. And I compete with my players, but one of the coolest thing is our players right now are competing with custom-made builds that are similar to the NBA 2K league builds, and that's something I'm like I'm interested in understanding all the different archetypes and builds that are provided, and that I'm more interested in like the elements of the game uh, more than anything. I was a kid. That I wasn't good in the game, but I would be like if it was like San Andreas or Call of Duty, I would mm-hmm. be that person that's like looking at the lights and looking at the streets and following the rules and just trying to like. That was just, me
0: too. I would stop at a stop at a stop sign. <laughs> I would stop at a red light in grant that Auto. <laughs> I was that guy too, Danny. So you're you're not alone there.
3: <laughs> oh man, it's awesome. But yeah, definitely, it's um, it's really being able to compete in NBA 2K. That's my passion. When I first got into esports. I knew I couldn't just, uh, being a tech developer, I can't build a platform that adheres to all the different communities at that time. So I had to find what community spoke to me, and right. it was a two community, and that's what I really wanted to start first and provide as most valuable value as I could, and hopefully, if you do a good job of that, you can replicate that model to the other community.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, Danny, uh, thank you for your time. I know you got to run. You got to get prepared for another business call here at the top of the hour, so appreciate you man coming on and definitely have you know look forward to having you on in the future um to finish out the show maybe do that back end of our show because we have a fun show here me ben and john enjoy so uh, enjoy the rest of your day brother and uh talk to you later
3: yes thank you so much for just putting this all together both every every individual that's a part of this component of mine i'm super inspired by everything that you do so Definitely it. keep it on i'm definitely you know uh dan told me the other day he was just like oh out. and i was just like oh my god that's pretty <laughs> freaking dope um yep. and so keep doing what you're doing and uh-huh. i'm always going to be a supportive man and for everybody that's put this podcast together thank you so much it's good to be able to give insights to individuals who are interested in getting into this
0: industry yep for sure and then uh, let's talk let's talk in the future about me coming down there doing a seminar or a panel of anything you guys got coming up okay Make it
3: easy. That's cool.
1: I mean, you could just, just in his voice, that excitement he has for this industry, and really educating future gamers, people right. that want to get into this.
0: And that's what I felt. Like I said, when we started our plan out of the Super Bowl event in like, I think October of last year, I could hear that just yeah. through the and we were just phone calls that for
3: excitement. the first time we talked.
0: Yeah. First four conversations were all phone phone call, and then it wasn't until January that. Super Bowl week in Miami, where actually I'm um, we're texting each other. We're like, oh, I'm gonna be at the 10 at this time. He's like, I'm gonna be at the 10 at this time. I'm like, cool. We'll see. You know, uh, we'll finally meet and just finally meeting him and then seeing, you know, his uh, boots to ground. Once he got there in Florida, and I told him the situation because I had been there, and I'm like, basically, it's a you know what showdown here right now. <laughs> we got to yeah. do this. We got to put on a video game tournament. We got Madden. We got Two K. We got Fortnite. We got to do this, and we got to make it look like this. But this is what we're working with which it wasn't good at the time, but we made it work. We had a team of himself, uh, myself, um, the team that flew in from Seattle that was the production team was awesome. Uh, Murph and his crew he had those guys working, setting up the video screens, managing the production studio, kind of like what you and Ben John um, mm-hmm. do here with uh, setting up the shows. Same thing, and we all worked in unison. Nobody worried about the negative because there was so much negative around us. We focused on the positive to make it happen. And we made it happen.
2: You can tell he focuses on the positive. Exactly, and that's what you guys speaking to to him. Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, But we have some fun stuff. Did you watch the Mandalorian season one? Please, anybody? Yes, yes. yes. I loved it. So this is where
2: you two are going to nerd out.
1: Yes.
0: This is. uh, By the way, just
2: just quick commentary on the man. I didn't know what I was getting into. I knew it was Star Wars related. I started it, and after the first few minutes, I'm like. This is amazing. I got to tell everybody I know about The Mandalorian. This
0: is the best, <laughs> yes. but, but
2: continue. So. But yeah,
0: season two has been announced October 30th. So they've been shooting through COVID, obviously. So COVID didn't slow Star Wars a uh, machine down yeah. to get this produced, which is like, thank God, at least they, we we're getting something really good. So they're going to grace the uh, big screen, small screen, our cell phones, our home theaters, our living room th- um, TVs with The Mandalorian come October 30th. So I'm excited about that to see where the story continues cuz that last episode was epic. Had uh Gus from um Breaking Bad, okay? He yes. was the last character. He yes. looks like he's part of the empire. Yes. Um and he's been on he's on uh, Far Cry. He's on the next Far Cry game right now as a villain character, so
2: no, I, I'm excited, too, to watch the storyline unfold. Uh, Baby Yoda uh, is going to be back, I'm it, assuming. He's going to be
0: hopefully older, uh, or maybe not much taller. Yeah, I mean, do, oh,
2: that's a great question. Do they grow Baby Yoda if they advance? How, how
0: much? I don't know. Is he already full grown? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that
2: works. Um, the only thing like, I'm always worried about... By the way, with all these new... The Boys, I know, just came out. Oh, yeah. I I know Mandalorians came out. I
0: watched two episodes of that, too, over the weekend.
2: I haven't started that
0: yet. Dangerous. Dangerous show. But, man, everything just
2: keeps coming out. It's just backlog of stuff you have to watch. Um, But The only thing I always worry about with the shows that I really, really like is, please keep it going. You know what I mean? Like Keep it going at this high level, because sometimes you'll get that show, the next season will be all like, boom, let's watch the next season. You're like... Ooh, they did not do well on that next season, but I, I have detail somewhere. I have high hopes for the Mandalorian and yeah, the so. Star Wars franchise. yeah, yeah exactly.
0: I, I've seen them produce from animation to video games. if it's droids, if it's just jet or or if it's the Jedis, they kept it continuity, mm-hmm. which is tough. Mm-hmm. you know, from the book, you know from comic books or written story to the big screen, small screen, like I said video games, even some of the little kitty toys, they make sure the continuity is there. so, uh, Mr. Lucas and the team he passed it to at Disney know, you know, they what, got it. You know, they got, it. Yeah. You know, they got passion. And people like what we were talking about with Danny and his company there, growing out of Dallas, is that that when you have people along with you that feel the same way about what you're building together, then you won't lose that. You have that going, and it stays strong. So, and then also uh, the artist Octavio E. Rodriguez has, uh, I say, announced through his Twitter. Um, about Spider Verse Two, um, by just showing some of the graphic artwork. So if you go to Twitter at Octavio nine nine one, punch that in. That's his uh, Twitter account, and it gives you the update of Spider Verse Two, and which is gonna uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Excuse me, which is the uh, the continuing story of uh, Morales Miles Morales taking his uh, his story arc of Spider Man into the animated cartoon movie that will be in theaters come October 7th of 2022. Another like, yes. Yeah, two years though. I'm uh, on. I know it is a I, minute.
2: I literally just looked this up this weekend because my daughter is huge into the spider Yeah, We just put it on in the background and I'm like, oh, honey, we got to look up when the next one is. I'm like 2022. I can do it. I can wait two years. <laughs> right. I can wait two years.
0: Yeah. So what you could do in the two years is get the video game. Okay. Because um, it's gonna be on PlayStation, obviously four, and then eventually five, at that time. So you could do that. Yeah, for sure. And then are getting into some more Marvel stuff. And All
1: right, are you guys done? Yeah. What's All right. up? <laughs> ge- I got some news for you. <laughs> done geeking out. Okay. Yes. Good. Perfect. Colin Kaepernick back in yes. Madden. He's gonna be in the 2020 version of the game. Now, the last game he was in was in 2016, right before that season kicked off. About oh, nine days or so. 49ers cut him, and then at the end of the year, there's a licensing agreement between the NFL Players Association and EA. Well, they lost that with Collins, so he was out of the game, but now he mm-hmm. will be back this year. He is going to be the highest-rated quarterback,
0: free agent. Free agent. Excuse yep. me,
1: free agent in the game, 81 player ranking there, and uh, you can use him as a starter on any team you'd like.
0: So. That's awesome. It's exciting I mean, news, right? That's exciting. When I saw you put this in there and then I read through it myself, they saw. You know, I saw that where he had – got with EA's graphics team to design him, Hmm. you know, his new figure. Because I guess when he, you know, when he was playing, he had a short haircut, then he went into the corn roll. So now he wants to show off the big blown out fro. Mm Right. Um, and I mean, and there's some even more president, you know, that is like, wow, is that when he, you know, when you score a touchdown or you make a big play in the game, you can uh, do a celebration And now one of his celebrations is he holds up the black power fist Yep. if you score a touchdown or gain a first down with him. And that's like
2: huge. That's huge. I was going to say, would he take a knee if they scored a touchdown? Potentially. I mean, if
0: that's one, I'm pretty sure taking a knee would be an option. Yeah. Which is, that's where we're at now. And that was 2015. Yeah. You know, it's just for EA, they apologized too. Or what they did, taking yeah. him out the game. Yeah. he said it
1: was mistakenly. He was, uh, he was removed from two right. songs that was featured in the games. How do you mistakenly do well,
0: that? Well, you know, I mean, that's them trying to sugarcoat it. Yeah. But, yes. but they at least they admitted their mistake. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't mistakenly do anything like that. right? When you have right. rap music, because I was in Madden, that was edited. Right. A uh, roster spot. Taken away character, taken away. So yeah. at least they admitted their mistake, regardless yeah. how they stated it. Um, right. Now they're fixing it. Yeah, and they admit they apologize to the fans of Madden and to EA. Yeah. apologize to Kaepernick. apologize to the NFL. You know about doing what they did because of what in light of because they were yeah. worried. You know what we know why they did. They were worried about all the flack yeah. between because we know we saw what happened to Kaepernick. He got he got blacklisted out of the NFL. Yeah, you know so they didn't want to. Still is. They wanted they didn't want to get catched to. Uh, the coattails of that, but they're a big business too. Mm-hmm. They understood that, but then this is the f- little flack they got, but now they're, they're they're all we want is an apology, and they got yeah. that. They did that.
1: I got a totally separate question for Uh-oh. you about Madden. Okay. All right, so after this new game has come out and people have been playing it for a
0: little bit, mm-hmm. uh,
1: have you seen some of the backlash people have said about this newest version of Madden?
0: Uh, I've heard and between my players at yeah. the eSports facility yep. on yep. campus. And yeah. I played it myself, so okay. I have feedback too. Okay. So, yeah. what is some that so, you read well, out there, man? Well, I uh,
1: I didn't really want to
0: get into all that. stuff. No, just we could do one. We could do one comment.
1: Some of the graphics are not really what you think would be in a game from 2020. Correct. Some of those are a little odd. So, I guess my question was going to go to: um, Do we need a new version of Madden every year? Do we need 2019, 2020, 2021, or can we just get DLC? with updated rosters and everything. Why do we need a new version every year? Are you with Break, me on
0: this? I'm totally with you. Whoa. I've been with I've been there for about I say yeah. since Next Gen. Yeah. So at least 2012. Okay. I am with you 100% because really with sports games, this is not just Madden. Right. This is Cross FIFA, this yep. is NHL, this is um MLB, the, MLB The Show. Yep. Um NBA 2K, any sports games that's traditional sports simulated. All you have to do is that, what Ben said, is update the current roster, draft picks, free agents to the team, team logos that change. Yep. As we know now, the Washington is the Washington football team. So just tidbits like that. like so, all Okay, of-
2: well, to, to the counter that real quick. So yeah. you're saying one game, you just download the the rosters year by year, and that's the yeah, gameplay I mean, is the gameplay, and the graphics Madden. are the graphics. It's Madden. And it's not because, Madden
0: 22, 23, well, doesn't 24. Doesn't it come
2: down to, well, then you can't get your 60
0: bucks for the game?
2: I'm talking a strictly th- for a gamer's perspective.
1: And, I'm not looking at the business model. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: But but I say to the business model aspect, gamer, that's season pass. That's sure. what Call of, Duty, Call of Duty, Fortnite does the yep. season pass where you pay as a fan of the game. If you bought the game, yep. hard copy or digitally download, mm-hmm. that's 40, 50 bucks a year. So if you get the season pass, you re-up that season pass right. when it runs out, right. and that's that 40 bucks. 50 bucks yeah, and I from mean, a business standpoint like John brings up. Right,
1: and I mean, you have to pay every year to update the rosters and everything else for that right. DLC, but I just think in terms of, you know, everything that you'd expect out of a new game that comes out every year, the advances aren't that drastic to warrant True. a new version.
0: I agree. I'm there with you.
1: So I don't know. I just That sort of popped in my head over the some, weekend.
0: Some so. of the gameplay gets changed. Yeah. Some of the mechanics of the joystick, because now— you know, with my Madden players, we got pushed into a Madden 21 season instead of just a Madden 20. And Madden 21, the game just came out August 28th. Mm-hmm. So that's just within the last 10 days. Right? right. So really, from a tournament standpoint or a season standpoint, that doesn't give nobody, a very few percentage of players who grind on it from the day the game comes out till now, to say, oh, I'm good to be competitive. Right. But my player did good last night. But it's still, we're conversation about what buttons we need to hit have changed, you know? So yeah. it's just doing that. So just making sure you stay on top of that. You know, I, 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 as a coach, stay on top of that. The players competing stay on top of that. But then from a download st- standpoint, that would be very minimal um, changes year to year. Just more DLC, like we're mentioning. And from a business standpoint, they could still make their money on the back end. Right. Season yeah. passes for yep. Madden, for FIFA, for NHL, for... So
2: then why don't they do it?
0: They That's a question. <laughs> That's the question. Great question. Yeah. That's the question. So let's head uh, into one of the first fun segments of today's show. Is this or that? Uh, Oops. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. Oh, okay. This or that.
2: Okay, guys. Is. Fun edition of this or that here on Amon Green's Gamers Lounge Podcast. Uh, neutrals. Or colorful? So neutral colors or like vibrant colors? Vibrant living colors. What would you? Vibrant. Well, for me, my
1: favorite color is red. So I guess I'd have to go vibrant in that case. Yeah, that's. But now in my house, I want neutral colors. Mm. I want white walls, maybe beige. I don't want anything crazy. Hmm. Why? So I'm kind of torn. Why? Because I don't know. It's just my mood. Like when I see the sun on that beige color, that white color, it just seems to make things so much more brighter. And then my mood changes.
0: You want that chill move when you walk in? Yeah. Okay, I hear you.
1: I love the sun. I feed off the sun. Am on like like days like we've had the past couple of days, yeah. where it's just been rainy, cloudy all day. I really struggle to be. Hey, stay positive. Stay upbeat. Do this. Do that. You know, yep. it just makes me tired and groggy. I love the sunlight. So any more exposure
2: to light, I'm for. All right, John. except blue light. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with. How oh, this is tough. I I, I, mainly colorful, but I'm like what Ben said, like if you're in the house, like the walls and everything, just just keep it a little neutral like that. I don't want any vibrant, flashy colors in my living room or anything like Mm -hmm. that. But um, I'd say colorful mainly. What about you, Amon? I'm
0: going to have to go with colorful. Yeah. And uh, I say one area I have been very colorful in is my shoe game. Oh, like I'm a Jordan head. I'm a, you know, I'm wearing my J's now. You got very neutral number, colors today, those, though. Those, 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 yeah, they're neutral today. But use what I have done is I officially collected all. What, it's now 34 pair. I have one of each <laughs> color or each pair Wait. from one to 34. Right? Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a AJ head. Okay. I'm a Air Jordan head. But now <laughs> what I notice and what you probably notice too, every year it's the same color shoe. It's that Bulls color. It's the black, red, and white yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So they do release, obviously, other colors. So when they release like a hot pink with a fuchsia, orange, magenta, something, yeah. I'm picking them up. So because I want to go a little bit, I want to be colorful. colorful there
1: sounds like a D Wade shoe.
0: Yeah, I think and like Westbrook shoe. If you look, Russell Westbrook like Russell yeah. is a Jordan athlete. Yep. You look at his shoes; he has that fine range of color. Like if you want to go yeah. basic black and white, here you go. Yeah. But if you want to go, I mean, I picked up the pair. I believe it was for Father's Day, my wife got me. They look like rainbow. They are a rainbow pair okay. of, West, of Brian Westbrook shoes. Sure. It
1: now, looked, you were a Jordan athlete. Oh,
0: Russell Westbrook, sorry.
1: Russell Westbrook, yeah. yeah. So you were a Jordan athlete, so you didn't yes. have to pay for all your yes. shoes. Yes, like, so that's why one reason. How much money do you think you spent on shoes over your life?
0: I say, if I would have actually bought all them <laughs> shoes, I say, it's actually about 80% came from my shoe deal, thank okay. God. So I yeah. didn't have to spend 80% of my own yeah. money.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I say, for the time being out of football now, I still get a discount. Sure. Um I don't even know the exact number. You know what? Next show, I'll have okay, that number. You'll add it up. It's Trust gonna the I'm scared. I'm scared <laughs> of that number. Just, just no, don't so, show your wife just, that number. No, she's part of it. She sometimes <laughs> uh <laughs> she entices me. So
2: All right guys, this or that. Coachella or am I pronouncing this right? Glastonbury? Glastonbury? Glastonbury. Now
0: Glastonbury. when I looked this up, I, I didn't even heard of it. But I did my, I mean, when I yeah, me neither. I have no idea. But then I did my homework. It's It's in England, so it's similar. Yep, you're right. It's over in England, Ben, and it's a five day music festival, contemporary performing arts that takes place in Clayton, Somerset, in England. So similar to Coachella, and Coachella we know it's hip hop, it's pop music, it's just. Woodstock of today, basically, but it's annually because Woodstock wasn't annually. It happened one time in 1969, I think, and a few years. Hey, they that, had that one in the late 90s, right? Remember the re? Yeah, what was it? Was with MTV? They were back in it. Something. It was all commercial. Yeah, it was all yeah. commercial. By so now, it was Coachella, the 30th anniversary, right? It was, it was yeah. of Woodstock. So, yeah, I would say for me, since I'm doing the most talking about this, I would say I would just for travel's sake, because I've been to where Coachella is. Sure. It's right outside of Vegas. I just haven't really been to Coachella, but I will go. I haven't been to England yet. For just besaking the fact that I Mm -hmm. haven't been to England, I'm going to go to – I would love to check out – I will say Gastonbury.
2: Okay,
1: I hate planes, so if I have to fly, I'll fly. But (laughs) Coachella –
2: I guess you could drive.
1: I could drive to Coachella. Hey, and also one day this podcast will be at Coachella.
2: Yes, I believe that. That will happen. Yes, I'm with you, man. Dude, that'd be pretty cool. I'm going to go Coachella. I've never obviously been to any of those. Um, especially overseas. So I'll go with Coachella. Yeah. I like that idea about I, the podcast. Though.
0: Right. Not saying I don't want to go to Coachella, but right. I do. Right. Yeah. What I'm One saying, day you'll be at I a love to travel though. So England. you ready. I have not been there yet.
2: Tell yeah. me why you went with sand
0: or snow. Why? Yes. So polar opposites. Look, look where we're about to go into where we're here oh, in the yeah. United States. Yeah. We...
1: I mean, Did you see the weather quickly in Denver, Colorado? It
2: snowed a bunch. It literally right? went right. from
1: 93 one day. The next day it was in the 40s and it snowed. And, and that's where we're all at. Melt. 50 degree swing. That's where we've been. I mean, Crazy. it was like
0: 80 degrees last week. And I'm waking up in the morning. It's. Forty-five. 50. Yeah, I know. What the French toast? Oh, I, I'm on, not
2: lying. Man. I had to turn the heat on at my house. Right. That's That's cool, I'm wearing a hoodie. Let's do cold.
0: So walking soft with the hoodie in. Yeah. Get into the studio today. I'm so I'm gonna go
2: with sand because anywhere there's sand, usually the weather's warm. Bam. Usually the weather's warm. Bam.
0: I'm with you. So I'm, sand, it's an sand. easy one for That's me. That's sand. All day. Me too. Lay sand. Up. sand. All
2: right. Okay. Socks or slippers? Socks or slippers? This or that? Is this at home?
0: Yes. Okay.
2: I'm going to say, like, uh, sometimes the slippers I wear get too hot. <laughs> like, they're too good. You my, are such an interesting You got the ones like, that are animal slippers, being. like little well, just fuzzy like, no, slippers? No, no, just like normal, like, just slippers. And then they get too hot, and then I'm like, <laughs> now slippers. my feet are all sweaty. It's gross. You're such an interesting
1: human <laughs> I'm going to go with socks. socks uh, I have a lot of hardwood floors, <laughs> so socks, I slip and slide a lot.
0: So okay. I like slippers. I'll, I'll, I'll say grip. I'm slippers, because yeah. a lot of my slippers are uh, flip-flops. Okay. So those are my slippers.
2: Okay. Guess slippers ever get too hot? Yeah. Um, ice cream or gelato?
0: Mm. Gelato.
2: I'm ice cream all day. I don't even know what the hell gelato
0: is. What? What, Ben? Oh, you gonna get cultured I've now? I've seen it.
1: I've seen it okay. in stores. I know and you I've know. seen a gelato, whatever the hell they
0: call it. But over, I haven't, ice cream. yeah, I've heard it's the best over in Italy, which I haven't been yet, but I will be soon. So I'm going to go gelato.
2: I'm going to go ice cream. I don't eat a lot of gelato, or gelato. I have had <laughs> gelato. <laughs> He's I, created a new word. Gelato. <laughs> That's giletto. my, new, my yep. new gelato store. It's called gelato. Hey, gamer yeah. tag right
1: there.
0: All right. There it is. <laughs> jeans or dress slacks? Jeans. I'm a jeans guy oh, all jeans. day. I hate dressing up. Do yeah. Since the time I got Why? drafted, because it's just so... St- Stuffy. Okay, I'm. I'm glad you said that. It's stuffy. I'm about
2: to change your life. So nowadays they make. Okay, so my like all my jeans are stretchy jeans. You right. know about the stretchy jeans.
0: Yes, I know about the
2: stretchy. They jeans. do the same thing with dress clothes. It feels like you're wearing pajamas, man. The shirts are stretchy. Really? The, the khakis are stretchy. The khakis I have are probably one of my most comfortable pair of pants. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here's the issue. If I got
0: guns like a mons
1: over there.
2: Yeah, you need stretchy. I don't know. I don't want stretchy. I
1: want oh, a tight so I can want, show those babies off.
0: You want to be in the suit all day. Yeah, yoked you can't up. hide
1: those. Yeah, you got to <laughs> put those out on display.
0: Oh, man. I'm
1: jeans, though. I'm jeans all day. Yesterday, I wore dress clothes. I wore a dress shirt, dress pants.
0: Yeah.
2: I felt stuffy. I
1: felt right. awkward. You gotta I get just the stretchy like so kinda... you don't feel
2: stuffy. Right. I guess. I don't know. Stretchy, no stuffy. Jeans are the best, though. Yeah, yeah, no jeans
0: for sure. Yeah, all right. Um, once again, the <laughs> jeans have to be stretchy.
2: This uh, next one is all for you, Joe. I don't know why this one's on here. <laughs> hey,
0: we're, we're we're what they call it metrosexual in here, okay? Okay, mascara or eyeliner. All right, so for one, do we know what they do or where they're at on a woman? Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, what I want to yeah. know.
1: I would hope because I got know four
0: daughters are. and a and a wife. What do you? which okay. one? I would, but because I, I so don't you know, know the, the answer. answer, I'm you, asking. You know. Do you
2: know the answer or no? Or we have to all Google this. I know it. The eyeliner goes right, like on your eye lid. Right. Lid.
0: Yeah. The end of and then does the
2: mascara go underneath? Are oh, your cheeks?
0: I believe it's. No, it's that's the blush. Cheek. That's mixed with the blush. I believe. Are mascara does not go <laughs> on cheeks, See, when does we post it? This, we're going to find out. <laughs> Are we really? This is. <laughs> yes, we're having this conversation. <laughs> three three this dudes talking put, about mascara. This is why I put this in there so we can get cultured. Question about our.
1: <laughs> I have never worn either, but now you, Amon, have been in a movie.
0: That and I have four daughters.
1: Okay. Yeah, but I'm um,
0: No, we made they made me dress up one day. Guys. Oh, okay. I was in drag with my two daughters. Is there daughters. Any photos? No. Okay. So they will be. If there oh, were photos, they did not get posted. Thank God. But <laughs> I saving But, it for but black either way, man. but either way, my wife said nicely if you're a woman, you are ugly. <laughs> you are you are all men. You cannot fake being a woman. Woof! That's what she said to me. I done my daughters Oof. make. They had makeup on me. They had mascara, eyeliner. Every I let them do the whole thing. You know, cause they were eight. You know, ten and five. So I was like, just have a, this. Fashion, right. Do what you please with me. Let's. They got me dressed. They put me in a dress. They put the bra on me. They gave me a wig. We had wigs from Halloween. They did it all. And my wife is like. You, you are a dude all the way. Ain't no way you could pass as a woman. nobody took
1: a picture of you. We right? took pictures, but oh, those pictures
0: are never it's to Black be man. found.
2: Okay. Pictures right. have
0: been. You won't blackmail me because you won't embarrass me. I don't care. Secret safe <laughs> It folder. was daddy duty time. That's what it was. All John, right. you'll be down there. You're going to be the one day. not. You have man, a young but daughter. I'm afraid you
2: might be correct. Um, so, guys, we were so off on what mascara was. <laughs> Why? It? Well, number one, I knew you were wrong, Ben, when you said the cheek. I'm like, mascara doesn't, no. because you always talk about running mascara, like when girls cry oh.
1: or whatever. Oh, that goes in the eyelashes, oh. right?
2: Eyelashes. I knew yes. that. Ah.
0: For, for all the guys listening in now, Man. we just helped them out. Yeah. We just gave them brownie points <laughs> with their girlfriends or wives or daughters.
2: I said I thought it went underneath your eyes. That's right. still eyeliner, right? We just helped, right? we I just don't helped know. the game right. out. Mascara is commonly used to enhance the eyelashes. I had to Wikipedia Enhanced that, guys. Yeah. There you go. There you go, guys. There it is. <laughs> that is this week's This or That. Release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. releases.
0: I'm like, I'm, I'm, what, is that a dog? <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got me saying. I was over here howling. <laughs> In the intro.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I howled a
1: couple weeks ago.
0: Oh, man, but I think a lot of people are going to howl about this one. So the Sims has been around for a long time, for at least 20 years, if not longer. Yeah. And I remember the one time I tried to play Sims uh, my first year as a Packer up north, and I just feel within an hour, I'm like, I already do this. I live a life, so why am I playing (laughs) a game?
1: No, I find it so addicting.
0: (laughs) Right. No, it is, but I'm like, at at that time, I just wanted to – Kind of like with Marvel Avengers last weekend. I just wanted to veg out. Yeah. But, but, to the new game that came out yesterday, Sims has released Sim Star Wars. Uh, What is it? Darn it. Where's the name? There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Sim Star Wars Journey to Batuu. 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 So you are creating your own character and now taking part in the Star Wars storyline, so you're the Resistance First Order, and you could be a scoundrel fighting to control 2, But your Sims actions determine who will succeed. So you undertake all the challenges, all the special missions, creating your lightsaber, learning how to balance the Force as a Sims character. So I'm like game changer. So you get the experience, the edge of the galaxy, dealing with the bounty hunters and the Jedi's and the droids. And then you get to unite with characters like Kylo Ren, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker. All right. So Sims, EA, Lucas films they done it again. We were just talking about them a minute ago. Yeah. And now they're doing it with this game is out yesterday. So I'm pretty sure it is a popular thing. And if I can't get the time, I would try to play a little bit of this.
2: What you, yeah. What is your lightsaber going to look like? Because you know, uh, I'm sure they have like those try the, the dual one or whatever. Or
0: try like the tri- uh, the cross one, like uh, Kylo Ren. So you can just design no, we're your done own with the Star Wars.
2: Talk. No, I think that's so cool. No, you, like that Star <laughs> Wars talk
0: will never end. You can design your own lightsaber, oh, man. That's God. dope. That's pretty dope. That's dope. So that's on um PC, on Xbox and PlayStation, uh, four out yesterday. So I'm pretty sure this broke the internet when this dropped last night. So Check it out. I'm, huh? a spy, I'm a Star Wars aficionado. Yeah. So, yes.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not into that <laughs> franchise like you guys are. What? And I'm no, not really. Good. No judgment. I, I wasn't really like. I'm not really super looking forward to any games that are coming out this week. I'm just not. But I picked one. Which, nonetheless, I got Vampire the Masquerade Shadows of New York. Mm. That's out of I piece. thought about that one because really? I like
0: vampires. I'm a, okay. I'm a horror guy. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
1: We'll find out about that later on today, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that comes out uh, september 10th on the pc playstation 4 xbox and the nintendo switch but i kind of got drawn to this as well because it is sort of a um uh visual novel they call it in which players get to read different um dialogue and narration set of background images and character portraits which makes decisions by selecting different choices so yeah, it's kind of hard for me to fake my enthusiasm for game releases this week, guys. I'm not looking forward to anything. <laughs> hey. I had a hard time one. I am going to learn Fire Emblem in Three Houses this
0: week. Got it. Yes. Yes.
2: That's a big one. I'm Sorry, with you guys. James. I had a hard time finding one here, too. I
1: excited about anything coming out this week. And so
2: sometimes w- it is like that. Right? It is. That's fine. Yeah. I went with Astronauts. Once again, it's a sim. Um, spaceship, spaceship Life Sim. Uh, Set in a solar system, cut off from a ravaged Earth, so you can design your one-of-a-kind spaceship. Hire crew with physical and emotional needs. Enjoy detailed ship control panels and interiors anytime. So basically, anytime you get outer space with me, I'm like, oh, that's cool. So Astronauts is a a spaceship simulator, basically. Design your own spaceship as you fly away, I guess, from a ravaged Earth or something like that. Mm. There you go. That's my game release here for this week. Row, row, row your boat
0: gently up the uh,
2: Sorry, excuse me. It's time for what's on
0: stream. Uh, what's on stream? As we paddle down, I come across the New York Times presents. So they're doing a docu series, basically on twenty twenty so far. So episode mm-hmm. one is called "They, They, They." uh they brave the brave. Yeah, I believe that's how it said it. And so it talks about all the essential workers. So all the doctors and nurses in the New York, um, safety industry. So hospitals, things of that nature and how they, that first month of COVID went down for them and they gave them cameras or they used their cell phone to document their daily work from time they woke up to the time they fell asleep, um, reporting on their day, good or bad. And of course it was, it was just, it's interesting. You know, you get that look behind closed doors, that we don't see as professionals in that world. Cause you know, none of us are in the medical field here. Mm-hmm. We're in the entertainment business. So you watching this series, it is on Hulu and F- F- FX. So you can find it on the Hulu app or the FX app or uh, FX uh, channel as well. And so they have three episodes out. The first one is they brave. The second one is about a kid named Dominic bike at, so it's called Dominic fight at first. So he is a new, I would say artist, magician, musician, Guitar rapper from Florida that obviously is trying to bro get his career going during COVID, and but he did get a big uh, lift up by getting sponsored by Columbia Records with a for his first uh, big deal, four million dollar deal to get him off the ground. Um, but obviously he's making music and he tells his story a little bit of what uh, he went through through his life and and progress to now. And then the third episode, I believe they're releasing these episodes every week. So again, it'd be a new episode. So last week's episode was the killing of uh, Breonna Taylor. So it tells you the actual um, storyline behind everything that went down, right as COVID was coming down and the social injustices were coming down with Greg Lloyd and that happening, and she was like right there, and it happened so that happened so fast where all I knew was Greg Lloyd, and I'm like Breonna Taylor. I was like, what happened there? Right. like nobody really knew because it was all like back to back, like bam, bam. You know how but you. LeBron
1: James really championed that cause. He still is to this day. Right, About justice for um, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Right,
0: and it's like it was so much going on at that time in the in the months of, Mar- of January, February, March that it was like getting punched and you got hit so hard you didn't notice the next punch coming. Mm-hmm. And in the world, so New York Times has done a, I say, a powerful job in representing basically the, the upper half of 2020. Sure. You know, we're in the back half now. We're in September. And we talking about January, February, March, April, May, where we had yeah, what we, you know, we were just like, everybody's just like, what's going on? Yeah. And uh, um, so I, they, they do a good job of presentation here. So I say catch them on Hulu or yeah. FX app. It's uh, playing and weekly and new episodes every week.
1: Yeah. I saw that pop up on Hulu and my first initial thought was, man, I kind of don't want to relive 2020. Like I think right. years down the road, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to watch a series like that just as a reminder of everything that happened. And, you know, like years down the road, what do we learn from what's happened in 2020? Have we made progress? Have we made change that we all wanted mm-hmm. in the moment? But, yeah, I don't know. I think someday I'll watch that series. But we just got HBO Max.
0: Yes. So we have bad. been Powerful.
1: binging uh, Young Sheldon and the – What's <sighs> the other one we're binging? Uh, I mean, how is that? Big Bang Theory.
0: Oh, how is Young Sheldon? Uh, I haven't checked him out. It's good.
1: It's good. It's radically different. I love that
0: about it, by the way.
1: Big Bang Theory. You
2: like it? I love that the Big Bang Theory is some, uh, watch my words here. I'm going to say corny type of sitcom, right? And then the Young Sheldon is presented in a totally different way. Yeah. I kind of like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing with HBO Max, but. That really popped into my head after a few weeks ago when we talked about all the um, uh, DC stuff that was coming out Yes. on
2: HBO yep. Max. So,
1: yeah, that's what I've been doing, John.
2: All right, I have not watched it yet, but, of course, I will. The Boys Season 2 Oof. on Amazon Prime. Am I missing out. out on
0: this show? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Got to watch Season 1. Okay, I got to look it you up. Gotta, don't, don't even look
2: it up. You know what? Just know it's called The Boys. Go to Season 1, Episode I, on 1. On Prime Video. I got Prime. And okay. when when it happens, text me your reaction. And you'll okay. know what I'm talking
0: yes. about.
2: Yes. Season one, episode two is that Se- what you said? episode one. Yeah, when, season, season one, episode one. one. When it happens, text both Aman and I. I just want to get your reaction exactly. to
0: it. Exactly. We want your first.
2: Yeah, pause thing, the video.
0: Pause the video, your first thing that pops in your mind and text us at the same time. Is when it going to like that. shock
2: me? When it happens. When That's it all happens. I'm going to say. That's all okay. I'm going to say. So, boys, season two is out. Everyone who knows the boys knows exactly what we're talking and about. Yes.
0: Um, but I
2: think, I haven't started it yet, but they didn't.
0: I have, but I'm not going to say nothing.
2: Okay, they didn't drop... Yeah, don't, please. They didn't drop all the episodes at once. They dropped the first, what is it, three episodes, I believe, and then every Friday they're going to drop a new episode. So now the question is for me, do I binge the first three, then wait every other every week, or do I just wait a few weeks and then binge the whole
0: thing? Binge it. That's how I say, binge it. So wait? So wait? Either way, you're going to have to wait.
1: But now if you wait to binge you gotta make sure you don't
2: see spoilers anywhere. Yeah, it's true.
0: Exactly. I'd say binge it. That's what I've done.
1: And I kind of like
0: the idea
2: of just waiting every week for a new episode. Because Lovecraft some, is like that something where to look a,
0: forward they're to. releasing it every week so you can't really binge right. it. Right. It's up to the company, obviously. So I but think I say I'll, binge it Okay, you there you go.
2: That is, uh, that is my selection here for this week's uh, What's on Stream. It's that moment in a horror movie where if it doesn't happen, there's no movie. <laughs> this is what should have happened.
0: Here is Amon with today's turning point. So, we got one of my uh, favorite horror film writers and directors, a a man by the name of Stephen King. Oh, yeah. We know that name very well in the horror world.
3: Yeah, and the drama
0: and and suspense thrillers. So, he wrote, and uh, I'm not sure if he directed, but definitely his writer on the movie called Sometimes They Come Back with Tim Matheson when well, you know Tim Matheson he's been around since the Animal House days. Oh yes. He yes, was yes, Van yes. Wilder's dad. Yes, yes, and, yes. And uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, portrayal of a uh, college Party. career career student. Party guy. And yeah. he was his dad because obviously Tim Matheson's character was part of the frat animal Animal House. He with, was an Otter in Animal he House. He was Otter, Otter. So Tim Matheson is a school teacher, family man who returns to his hometown where he is then harassed by teenagers that died when he was a kid. So these teenagers harassed him and his brother. So he's having these nightmare horrors because he was tortured by them as a young child. And so he's not only seeing them, he's experiencing them, you know, where they're touching him, you know? So it's, it's fear that is created in my man's head. So he's a school teacher. So he walks in, you know, he's teaching class and, his hometown, small town, because he lived from he moved from a big city. So now my man's back home in in somewhere USA, and is having these nightmares. So I'm gonna say this to my man Tim, or Mister um, Smith, I believe <laughs> that might not be his name. I'm just saying so. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm his uh, co worker teacher down the hallway, and I'm saying, hey man. <clears throat> Lose the fear, all right? You got bigger things to do. You got to teach this class. Don't let the football players harass you into forcing you to just to pass them because they're football players. We know you had drama in your life when you were younger. Don't let the fear stop. Get in front of you and be you. Don't let you, you know, don't have the nightmares where you can't come to school and work, can't be a dad. Let it go, broski. Let it go. Don't be scared. Because you know Stephen King can bring the people back to life in his writing. He could do all type of things. (laughs) Not here. Don't let the fear corrupt your life, man. Teach a class. Don't let the football players, like I said, don't let the football players and the principal harass you because we know the principal try to jump on you because he's a faithful football fan. Let them, let them earn that A in that class, and you don't lose no more sleep in your uh, at home at night. All right. Cool. So thank you. Tuning in to Mind Green's uh, Gamers Lounge today. Uh have fun uh talk with my man Danny Martin earlier. Um if you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, Instagram is amongreen Green30, all one word. <clears throat> and Twitch is also Mind Green TV. And then Ben, you Facebook, could, uh, tell us where we find the podcast.
1: Facebook, Twitter. Oh, excuse me. I was going through our social media. That too. I'll do it both. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you find this podcast, AG underscore Gamers Lounge. And then wherever you find your podcast, iHeartRadio, I hope that's where you're getting them, Spotify, Apple, wherever it may be, just search
3: Amon Green's Gamers Lounge podcast.
0: Sounds good. Thank you.
3: Boom.